We're beginning in purity of speech. We are on page day 42, page 109. Uh, we're going to do page 110. And just to remind ourselves, day 42, just to remind ourselves, the Avoda, especially this week's Parsha, as we'll talk about Tashem on Thursday, uh, where the troubles begin uh, not when we have difficulty with our enemies on the outside, but when we have problems with our enemy within ourselves. As we know, this Parsha begins... You know, again, not, it's not the forum now to talk about the parsha. We'll do that in Mirza Shem on Thursday. But the point is that it's a reminder to all of us that the relationship between Ben Adam Lechaveiro and how we connect to our friends, how we connect to people, how we connect to our brothers and our sisters, uh, both literally and figuratively, is uh, something that needs tikkun and needs to be uh, dealt with on a constant basis of how to view other people, how to see the good, and how to recognize that that's something that is uh, not something that just happens, it's something that we have to work on. Uh, the reason the Beis HaMikdash is not built is not because we're not learning enough Torah, but because of Sinas Chinam. It's because we still have not figured out uh, how to get along, and we need to strengthen uh, ourselves to learn how to see the good, how to learn how to not talk negatively about other people. And the only way that that is accomplished is through learning the Hilchus Lashon Hara. When a person on a daily basis is learning the Hilchus Lashon Hara, as the Chavetz Chaim tells us and uh, says very clearly that, um, and I read it from day 11, page 40, where he says, if someone learns my introduction, if someone learns my sefer on a daily basis, then his yitzhar falash and har will become smaller until it will eventually leave him completely. So it's not so much figuring out a way how to uh, see the good in other people, but it's that also we have to do, and that we know comes from uh, within ourselves. And when a person is suffering himself from um, whatever he's going through so then it's much harder to see the good in other people because we project and like we have on the in- entrance to to, uh, to the yeshiva over here where it says from the Gemara which means that when you see something inside of someone else that really ultimately comes from yourself and the more we make ourselves better and the more we work on ourselves and and really realize that when I'm pointing towards someone else, I have more fingers pointing at me. And I realize that I am the one who has to work on myself. I'm the one who has to fix myself. It doesn't mean that someone can't be uh, difficult for you. There are, people, there are difficult people. And uh, many times um, it's difficult to deal with difficult people. 100%. But, uh, but in a regular situation where you're not necessarily dealing with someone difficult... Um, but you're dealing just regular, you're hanging around and you see the negative in other people. So that is something that really comes from oneself. And, and the reason Hashem give, puts people in our lives 
And that's even sometimes difficult people. Sometimes a person could be with difficult people and Hashem does that in order to fix ourselves and to see the problem that we have. Of course, again, I'm not talking... The, 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 the discussion here now is not about how do I deal with somebody who is difficult in my life? How do I deal with a toxic person? That's a different conversation. That's not what I'm referring to. Dealing with a toxic person and dealing with a difficult person is a different conversation than what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you're not necessarily dealing with a difficult person. It could be he's a little bit difficult or she's a little bit difficult. But, but within yourself, it, it's very painful for you. It triggers you very much. It brings up a lot in you. So the answer really is to fix yourself and to heal yourself and to deal with yourself. And Lashon Hara is always outside. Lashon Hara is always, I'm talking about somebody else. I'm in someone else's business. I'm elsewhere. And the goal that we want to be is we don't want to be elsewhere. We want to be here. We want to be right over here. Actually, uh, Mayor Mattel uh, said this many, many years ago. I haven't said this in a, in, uh, in a long time. Mayor Mattel once said that uh, peh, which is your mouth, are the same letters as po, which is over here. Keep your mouth over here. Keep your mouth uh, po. Peh. Keep your peh po. We had that when Benny, I don't know if you guys know Benny Peppos, but when Benny Peppos was here, we used to uh, joke around about that because his name is Peppos, peh, po, po, peh, Peppos. So, uh, so that's the goal. The goal is to keep your mouth right where it belongs and not, and not um, outside, not in other places. Okay. With that, we begin the halacha. Question, comments, if anybody has a question or comment on that before we do the actual halacha. Questions or comments on what we just said? Yes, Yehuda. Po means literally here. Neska dalhaya po. Here. I don't po means here. I'm saying, does that mean like Yeah, meaning I'm not, my mouth should stay. Right? If I'm talking to Yehuda, I want to talk to Yehuda about Yehuda, you talk to me. We're not talking about Shum. We're not talking about somewhere else. That's, it was, it's just a cute um, way to remember it. Anybody else? Before we begin the halacha. Page 40 in the purity of speech. No. Date. He gives us, a, I mean, we'll look it up. Look it up in the actual Chavetz Chaim. I'm just reading the English that he says in purity of speech. If one learns my Sefer, it's in the Hakdam of the Chavetz Chaim. If one learns my Sefer on a daily basis, then his Yetzar Velashar will become smaller. And I could tell you from my own personal um, travels, I could just tell everybody that um, um, from doing Hilchus Lashon Hara for many, many years, I could tell you the countless... <coughs> Amount of times where I was where I was in situations where I just didn't say the lashon hara, and it's like afterwards I'm like, wow, that's so cool. I didn't even it didn't even like come up for me to say the lashon hara, and I believe that that's a result of of me learning the sefer every day. I, I I have no doubt in my mind that that's why it happens. But besides the fact that obviously I have no interest, I never really had such a big interest. And speaking Lashon Hara, I'm saying on a practical level that I'm saved from it. There's no question about it that I believe that it's very connected to that. That 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 somehow I'm you know somehow it works. 
Yes, Yosef. Someone that annoys you a little bit, yeah. you go out on your own, you work on yourself. When you're working on yourself, is, is that in regards to like learning how to handle it or learning how right, to... Right, that could be. Like, or finding it in yourself. Like I, right, but a little bit of both. A little bit of both. It, you know, like yeah, a little bit of both. It depends how hard it is. Depends how difficult it is. Depends what how difficult they are. You know, it's all it's all. There's you know there are a million variables, right? But if it's somebody that's hard for you, that's difficult. I'm not you know again, it's hard to just talk theoretical, but um, you know, uh, you, you it could be you could have different levels that you know. Like this person is just makes me insane. Every time, and now if the person is perfectly fine, then you know it's all you. If if the person is a difficult person, then okay, then it's already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you know the person's fine and you get triggered up the wazoo from from this guy, then you know it's all you. I mean, the guy didn't do anything wrong. If you see a guy, you know, putting food on his plate, and you get angry at him for putting food on his plate, you know what I mean? Then then it's like, whoa, calm down. What are you getting so angry about? within yourself so that's something to and now if it's someone who's annoying to you and someone who actually bothers you someone who's in your face okay then that, that's a whole different conversation right yeah and, and is, is, is that what it comes in that it's usually something that like maybe you're picking up that, that they have that like you've seen yourself for sure that for sure that's a keeper every time that works 100% of the time that works any time if anybody would want to uh, try me on that that works every time that you see something in somebody definitely is within you. No question about it. All the time. People don't like to hear that. They like to argue it. They like to challenge that because it's, you know, it's hard to hear. It's hard to hear that it's all me. Okay. Yeah, we're good? Yeah, we're starting with the halacha. We're good. Anybody else? We're good? Okay. Let's start the halacha. Says the Chavetz Chaim, page 110, day 42, revealing confidential information discussed at a meeting. You're not allowed to disclose confidential information which was discussed during a committee meeting. For example, you are a part of a school meeting, and this is very, very uh, interesting, that is voting if a teacher should be fired or not. The outcome of the vote is that she should be fired. The halach is that you are not allowed to tell this lady who voted against her. It is even forbidden to tell her, I voted in your favor. Why? Because by the process of elimination, she might figure out who voted against her, so there will be, be ill feelings emerging. This halach applies even if the woman pressures you to tell her. So that could happen sometimes, right? A lot of people... Say that, not only do I feel that way about you, but so-and-so also feels that way about you. That we'll get to when we get to Rechilas. But even when you're in a group with other people, you have to be careful uh, because by process of elimination, uh, the person can figure out who said what, and that could cause ill feelings, which is Rechilas. Question, comments on that? And then we'll head to, to, uh, to the Masil uh, Sharp. Yes, Yaakov. Yeah. It's cool that you know you're allowed to say that I'll go for you. Right. Even though it's such a far-fetched example that you'll go around to every person. Right, right. Now, again, if there are probably 100 people, it could be you could. 
Could be you could. And what if you did, if you voted? Could be you could. If you voted against her and she right. lost you, it's better to lie. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a toughie. I don't know. I don't know. I hear. Yeah, yeah. It's a toughie. That's a toughie. That's a toughie. I hear. I hear. I hear. It's a toughie. Did you vote for me? No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I hear. You might. What do you mean? What's wrong with that? She's going to be angry at you. Okay. We don't want. What? No, you don't want her to have ill feelings. You don't want her to have ill feelings towards you. Yeah, it might be. Well, so why can't you tell her that someone voted against her? What's the big deal? That's called rechilas. That's rechilas. That's alashanar. It's rechilas. Rechilas is where you pin two people against each other. We didn't get up to that yet. That's called rechilas. Where you say, that person said that thing about you. Yeah. Right, again, so that goes into what we said before. If you're dealing, if you're dealing with somebody who's, who's like that, then you can't gain, you know. You don't want to be hanging around people like that anyway. And if someone who everything they're going to interpret is negative. Okay, yeah. Oh, what? By you not answering. Yeah, I hear it. I don't know. I hear, I hear. I don't know. Yaakov had a good question. I'm not sure. It's a tough situation. Yeah, I hear. I mean, you could also say, we were all told not to mention who voted for you and who voted against you. You know, you want to try. You want to try. Okay, and then why did you vote against? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure. You want to try and keep away any having people have ill feelings. Or what? That was actually going on. That what? So we're getting involved in... The well, that was the case. The case was... We're getting very involved. Yeah, yeah. That was actually voting on somebody. Right, right. Like, right. No, but sometimes that could happen if you have... You make teams for something and you don't pick the guy and the guy says, oh, nobody picked me to be on the team. You say, oh, I picked you. I picked you right away. Sometimes we do that. Oh, I picked you. I would have been okay with it. And then so automatically you're shifting... That to the other people, right? I, I, I would have taken you. You could have come with me it was, if it was up to me. You could have come on the trip. It was the other guys who didn't want you on the trip. That's already, that already becomes rechilas. That comes rechilas. Yeah, Yosef. That's more, what? That's more important. Yeah, of course. You're making, a, yeah, you're making a trip. You're going away for Shabbos. You're going somewhere. And you say, sorry, we, have, we don't have room. Well, I, I would have been okay if you came with us. That's, that's hurtful. It's hurtful. Yeah, it's hard. It's challenging. Yeah, it's very challenging, especially as your age um, and when you're younger, you're very dependent. I mean, even when you're older, it's like this. You're very dependent on your self-worth based on what other people think of you. So you can become very insecure if people don't like you and people want to exclude you. So it's a very bad feeling to have to be on the end of being excluded. And it could be very hurtful for people if they feel that they're being excluded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still normal. 
Yeah, it's still normal. No matter what age you are, you're going to feel, you want to feel accepted by people. You want to feel like you're one of, one of the chevra. You want to feel like you're one of the... But when you're younger, when you're a teenager and you're younger, it's even stronger. It's very strong. Now, it depends how insecure you are. If you're very insecure, even when you get married and even when you get older, you'll still have that. Obviously, even if you're very secure, you could still have um, feelings that, you know, uh, insecurities and you want to be with everybody else. That's also a very a rational feeling, but depends how, what the degree of that is. If the degree is, I, I totally have no, no uh, existence without these chevra, that's a very dangerous thing. And that means you got to check yourself on that. And that means you might have, have some, um, you know, heavy codependence or heavy, um, you know, insecurities that you got to work, work through. But, but any level a person is on, you're going to want to feel that you fit in. You know, that's the, uh, we've spoken about that. That's the belonging, you know, versus the, you know, um, independence. Oh, I, I, you know what, I'll... I'll uh, I don't think you were here that year when I read that. Were you here when I did that thing on just to read? You just reminded me. Right, where is this? I think I have a picture of it. Um, I think it's here. I spoke this on Thursday. We spoke about this from, from Reb Soloveitchik. Oh, here it is. Yaakov, here. The originality and creativity in man are rooted in your lone, loneliness experience not in your social awareness. The singleness of man is responsible for his singularity. Social man is superficial. He imitates, he emulates. The lonely man is profound. He creates, he is original. That's nice. That's fire, as they say. Okay. You like that one? Can I read it again? I could send it to you guys. I like it a lot also. Especially with, with, uh, with guys who are always looking to uh, follow and be part of something. They feel there's something wrong with them. That they're, that they're you know, uh, unique. And they're themselves. But really that's the power. Right? The originality and creativity of man are rooted in loneliness. Not in social Awareness. Lonely man is profound. It's actually, I like this. He creates, he is original. Yeah. Go, Simcha, yeah. Right, 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 good. So you have to, so... Nice, nice. Thank you for sharing. I like that. I like that. No, but I, I, think that that's, I think that's the point. Good. If you're too much, any extreme is, 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 is a bad sign. Anything extreme is a bad sign. If you're extremely uh, sociable and you can't be alone, it's a bad sign. If you're too extremely alone, that's also a bad sign. A bad sign is not the right word of saying it. It means, you, it means there's something off kilter, off balance. You, you want to have a, a, a healthy sense of both. Okay, beautiful. Okay, let's, let's learn a little bit. I want to share a little bit. And um, today is, is uh, Masil Sisharim Day. Um, and I want to learn. We finished Precious. I mean, we didn't finish it. But just to talk about um, Tahara 
which is the 17th, 16th parak, and he says something very powerful, which I want to talk about with all of you, and I quote at the end of the parak, he says, This is very powerful. What separates people? What separates people in their, in their relationship with Hashem, in their relationship to, to life, now this applies with many, many things. And here the Ramchal is talking about your relationship with Hashem. And it goes like this. According to your sincerity, and according to your honesty, and according to how, how connected you are within yourself, not externally... And I always say, from this line in Mesut Sharm, this is why you can never judge anybody. No matter what they look like on the outside, you can never judge anybody. I remember one of my, I love these stories, is a classic like Israel story, where I was at a, um, a shawarma place with my wife and my kids. We had gone to the, to the I think it was in Ashkelon or Ashdod, I don't remember or one of the beaches out there during Ben Azmanim, and we w- came and we went to a, some shawarma place, some Sephardi place, and there was a guy sitting in front of us who I couldn't even tell whether he was a Jew or an Arab. I almost couldn't tell. I wasn't sure what he was. Um, you know, obviously he was more on the Sephardi side, right? I, almost, I had no idea. Um, he wasn't wearing a yarmulke, and, and we were eating, and he was eating with his girlfriend, and then, at the end of the meal, he finishes his meal, and I see him get up, and he goes to the sink, or he went wherever it is, he takes a bencher, he takes out a, 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 a kipa, a yarmulke from his like, wallet or his backpack, he puts it on, and the guy bench like, like Moshe Rabbeinu. I mean, I never saw Moshe Rabbeinu bench, but I'm saying, if I ever saw Moshe Rabbeinu bench, it would look like that. And I'm watching this guy who I couldn't even tell if he was a Jew or not. And I see this guy like going like all the, you know, the Sephardim do that. Like, he's like, you know, touching, you know, kissing, touching, going blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, holy cow, that's incredible. That's incredible. Now, why is that, why is that incredible? I'll tell one more, I'll tell one more story. It just reminded me because it's Hanukkah time, right? That's called Tahara. Why? Because you look at that guy and you go, ay, ay. What a shame, you know, you know, if he would only, you know, be more connected to Hashem, right? Huh, really, who are, you talk- who are you talking about? First of all, you have no idea how connected to Hashem he is. How do you know how connected to Hashem he is? Secondly, when you have somebody who's doing something, you have no idea what his intentions are. You could have a guy, right? We're all sitting here in Shear. You have no idea how hard it was for anybody to get from here to, to, from their room to there. You don't know how hard their day was. If they pushed themselves, they didn't push themselves. If they're, you know, having a Yerida, having an Aliyah. You can't judge anybody. You have no idea to judge. You don't know what's in somebody's heart. And that's what Tahara is. Tahara is Lev, Tahar, Bereli, Elokim. It's all in the heart. So you have no idea. I'll tell one more story and then I want to hear from you guys. It's actually a great Hanukkah story. This happened here on the Moshav probably six, maybe five, six years ago. So we, my wife and I, we had, we ordered some furniture. I'm not, I don't remember the whole story. Um, and it came the first, I think it was the first night of Hanukkah. And a guy pulls up, 
literally like 15 minutes before we're lighting the candles. I'll never forget this. We're ready to light the candles, and this guy pulls up in our driveway. I don't know if it was the first night. could be it was the first night, second night. This guy pulls up in our driveway. So my wife, being the, the nice person she is, she's like, oh, let me offer him uh, sufganiyo. We'll offer him some chocolate, you know, uh, coins, whatever. We'll, you know, be, well, let's be, you know, makar of him. He, was, he had tattoos all over the place. He had earrings. He looked, you know... He looked uh, very, very secular, which, you know, he, he looked, which is great. So we're like, okay, you know, let's, uh, and then my wife says, you want to come in for a, for a donut? And he goes, well, um, I, I, uh, I can't eat because I didn't light the Hanukkah candles yet. So we're like, oh, okay, wow. Like, um, he goes, I'm actually going to my grandfather's house and I'm, and I'm, uh, I'm going to light there. So my wife's like, well, why don't you take it for the road? Okay, there's a guy totally, totally, you would look at him and say, oh, yeah, Shemi Rachim on him, right? And then, right, and then he, what, what does he do? He goes, I have one more story, I just remembered another great story like this. And then he goes ahead, and, he, and then my wife's like, oh, why don't you take it for the road? This is what the guy said. He goes, I don't want to take it for, for the road because I'm mockbid not to eat before I light candles, and I'm worried that I'm, I, am, I happen to be a little hungry. I don't want to, you know, uh, I don't know if he were the, used the word nichshal, but he's like, I don't want to end up eating it before I light the Hanukkah candles. I'm like, oh my gosh, give me a blessing, you know, like, give me a bracha. Did you guys I probably did. But anyway, that's, the, that, that's, right, that's another, that's all, again, tahara. Why? Because nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what's in somebody's heart. You have no idea what's in someone's heart. And that's what he says. He says, Kimi sheyodea letayer libo yoser. Anybody whose heart is more pure. So that means his Hanukkah light could be a holier light than, than one of the big tzaddikim sitting there rolling his eyes and going, and I'm not saying that, that in his heart, he doesn't also have uh, big kavanas, but you don't know. You don't know who has, who has kavana. Last one. My son's, uh, my grandson's bris, it was my daughter's son's bris, and there were these waiters who were, um, who were and I was, I think, the, I think I was, yeah, I was the sandik at the bris, and there's a minug, that people ask for brachas um, for, uh, from the sandik. So afterwards, there were these um, guys who were, who, were, who were the caterers who also didn't look 100% like they were so connected. So the guy comes over, he's Svardi, they gotta love the Svardim, and he's all like, ah, tenli bracha, blah, blah. So what do I think his bracha is gonna be? Right, okay, give me a bracha for Parnassah, I promise. I'm like, okay, what's the guy going to ask me, right? And then he goes, he goes to me, this guy also was like all decked out with the earrings and the tattoos and all that stuff. And he's like, bracha, I promise. I thought he was going to say, yeah, I should have a good Parnassah, you know, Hashem, blah, blah, blah. The guy goes to me, the guy goes to me, he goes, oh, I should be, tenli bracha, that I should be chozer b'tshuva and I should learn more Torah. I'm like, what? What the, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, right? Awesome. But you know what that is? But you know what that is? That's this parak in Mesil Sharm. Because what does this parak tell us? It tells us that you have no idea what's what ha- what's in somebody's heart. You have no idea what's in somebody's heart. You have no idea what's in somebody's heart. And he says straight out, the person who is closer to Hashem is the person's heart whose ever heart is closer to Hashem. He says that. The Gemara says, Rahmana Libabai. What does God want from us? He, what does he want? He wants my heart. He wants what's inside. He doesn't want what's outside. You can have two guys putting on tefillin. 
Two guys davening Shmon Esrei. And this guy is like, Oy, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 it's so hard for me to daven. It's so hard for me to this. It's so hard for me to connect. It's so hard for me, right? I had someone tell me, and then I'll, and then I'll let you guys go. I had someone tell me they were here this past Shabbos and said, generally, daven's your Shabbos. because he loves davening your Shabbos. He loves being in yeshiva this, this past Shabbos. He says, he mamish, and this guy lives in Kiryat Sefer. And he told me, like, like, there's no greater connection to Shabbos that he has except for when he comes to, to the issue. That's what he told, him, told me. And this is what I told him. I said, I said listen, I, I can't tell you why because I don't, I don't know these things. I'm a regular human being. But I said, I, I think I could give you a reason why I think it could be true. Because when, when guys uh, struggle with something and they struggle and they push themselves and they want to connect to Shabbos and they work on themselves... So that really creates the reality of what it is. It's not, it's not accomplishing. It's not being there. We all think that, you know, we spoke about a little, little bit about this today in Sheer. We spoke a little bit about this. A similar thing is that sometimes we think that arriving somewhere is the goal. The goal is I want to arrive. And it's normal and natural to want to arrive somewhere. It's, it, 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 it's normal. But Hashem doesn't connect to us in the arrival. Hashem connects to us in our rutzon, in our, in our want to connect to something. And if a person would realize that my want to connect is greater than the actual connecting itself, it's greater than that. You know, you know they, ask, they even ask that question. They say, what's going to be when Mashiach comes? Right? I'll say it first to Imre Amos. Imre Amos was a big, big tzaddik. He said, there are two things that I miss. He lived in Warsaw, and then he moved to Israel in the 40s, or maybe the late 30s. He moved. And they asked him, he said, there are two things I miss about being in Warsaw when he lived in Eretzstral. He said, number one, I miss the second Seder. Because in, in, in Chutzlars, you have two Sedarim, Pesach. He says, I miss the second Seder. I like having a second Seder. And he says, and I miss the yearning to be in Eretz Yisrael. That's the second thing I miss. I miss that yearning to be in Eretz Yisrael. And they say, when the gula comes, one of the things that we're going to miss is the yearning for Mashiach and the yearning for gula. And not only that, it's a kasha. It's what's going to be with that. It's almost like the whole yearning for gula is so powerful. What's going to be when you don't have that yearning anymore. Okay, you guys, question, comments on that? And that is what Tahara is. Yes, Momo. Um, it's a Gemara in Sanhedrin, Daf Kuvav Amud Beis. It says, Rachmana li bai bai. It's in the, it's in the, um, it's quoted in chapter Tezayin at the end of the last like five lines of Mesil Sisharim in chapter um, 16. And it's a Gemara in Sanhedrin, Kuvav. The line is Rachmana, which means Hashem, Liba, my heart, boy, he wants. Also, at the end of Mishle, in Mishle, at the end of Mishle, it also says the words, Tena b'ni libcha li. Give me, give me your heart. That's all I want. Just give me your heart. Yes, Yehuda. What's the next word? Libcha. I don't know. Could be. You could look it up. Look it up in Mishle. Yes. What if you want to do like, um, like a mitzvah, like maybe chocolates, but you just like, can't. It's hard for you. Right. You want to do 
right. Sure, sure, sure. Not only that, not only what Yehuda's saying is they say there's going to be, you guys are, this is like a funny thing. It's, it's if somebody wants to do a mitzvah and he's not able to do it, it's almost better than if he did it. Why? Because when you do a mitzvah, you have parts of it that are not pure. Right? You could have, right? A guy, let's say, goes to the, again, this isn't, I'm not telling you. <laughs> yeah, you got it already, already Victor? It, yeah. You already got it? So tell us, what is it? You're saying that, like, when you go into the mitzvah, there's certain motives that aren't, like, pure, right? You're saying pure. Like, maybe you go to Davani, I want to go to Davani, I go to Davani, but then, like, you get cut off and, well, people, how am I shuffling, you know? Exactly. But if you wanted to go to Davani, you wanted to go to Davani, then what? You didn't have those impure aspects. So it's a hundred, so you. fully wanted to do it, and there's nothing else other than that. Yeah. Is that amazing? So they say, so they say, so they say the desire for something is more pure than the action itself. Because once, like Avigdor is saying, once I'm doing an action, it's mixed in with ulterior motives. Or you go, or you make it to Shachas and you fall asleep. Now, okay, that doesn't mean don't go to Shachas. The point is not, therefore, don't do things. But it shows the power of the desire to do something. That if you try to do something and you are not able to do it, so the Gemara says, it's as if you did it. So it's even stronger than if you actually did it because your yearning is 100% pure. Or I don't know if your yearning is 100% pure, but, but the, the mitzvah that you wanted to do has no blemishes in it. Is it the same for the also? No. No, no, no. Beautiful. What, if you want to do a, a Navera? Yeah, of course. And you did the Navera? Of course. You never, no one ever wants to do an Avera. It says, Ain Adam Chayta Elam Kenichlus by Rochstus. So you're not, you're, you're not like the uh, Avera for doing the Avera because you didn't want to do it. Yes, yes, very good. You, it's very, very <laughs> mystical. Very, it is, it's true. Very, very <laughs> mystical. The Slunimer, your great, great, your great, the Weinberg Slunim says that shot. Then nobody ever has an Avera. Oh, 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 oh. So it's not, so what do we say in Yom Kippur? Venislach. Sorry, not to get anyone in the Yom Kippur uh, anxiety. Venislach. The first line we say is what do we say? Venislach lechol adas b'nei Yisrael kichol ha'am bishkagah, which means we're forgiven because everything we did was bishogev. Because deep down, I didn't really want to do it. And they say that this is where your your either your great great grandfather or a, or a uncle says one of the Weinberg Slunim says he says that when a person does have error and he feels guilty that guilty part is the part that's connected to Hashem that's why he can't really enjoy it. No, no, not not not, not in that not in that sense. Meaning, all right, guilt and not shame. Meaning, you feel like, oh, I wish I wasn't doing this. I wish, while you're doing the Avera, you're like, ugh, you can't really enjoy the Avera. That part that really can't enjoy the Avera is, is the part that's the pure part because it really doesn't want to do it. It's almost like you're forced to do it because, all right, whatever, I am, I am who I am. Yes, Avigda. First of all, Rebbe said that when you want to do an Avera and you do it anyway, it's like, he didn't do that Avera. Because, I'm asking, is it because you're an Oni? If, what, what, what did I say? You, you would have asked, if you don't want, if you don't want to do a bear, you don't want to do that bear. Right, you but you, you but you're anyway, saying it's like, I'm you. Right, I mean, every Avera. Because 
Yeah, again, again, listen, everyone has to know, everyone has to know what they could have held themselves back for or not. That's already called the Nekudas HaBechira. And Mechtei Meliawi talks about everybody has different, right? Reb Chaim Kanievsky's uh, Yetzirah is different than our Yetzirah was. I mean, he passed away. I'm saying... Uh, people at different levels have different Yetzirahs. Their, their Yetzirah might not be to get up for Shachas or not to get up for Shachas. It might be how much they're concentrating, how much they're not concentrating. But someone might be totally putter if he doesn't have Bechira to do that or not to do it. Some people, we don't realize that there's certain things. We might not even have Bechira that, and we do things wrong, but we don't even have Bechira. Right, that's, where, that's, where that's where you might be an onus, right? You, there's nothing you can do. Again, you can't use that card whenever you want and just say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm onus, I'm putter. Right, 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 exactly. And one other thing I want to add, which is basically like that, is like this, what Rebbe is sharing about the wine to the mitzvah, how pure it is. Oh, it's so, yeah. It's dangerously validating. Correct. It's, 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 it's the most validating. It's Correct. It's it's extremely dangerous it's in a positive way. Oh, it's our hates that. It's our hates that because no, no, he loves that. That is the fact you can use that against you. The want to like that what you make you rationalize that what I want to. It's like I did it, and you can use that as no, but that's fine. That's not Yitzhara. No, that's fine. Oh, no way. Yes, it's fine. No, has to be an Even if it no, you go back to this. So I don't know. Again, again, one second. So again, if, well, one second. Good, good, good. This is good. This is good. This is good. Very good. I like this. I like we're here right now. Good. I like what Momo's saying. You hear what Momo's Momo said. So that means that if I wanted to really go to Chakras and I hit the snooze button and I didn't go, I have a little bit of Chakras was, was in me in my bed. And, and, and Victor's like, that's a little bit dangerous. Or Momo's saying that's dangerous. And I'm saying maybe it's true. That. Oh, I'm just saying maybe it's true. Maybe you, that was true. Now you could say, if you really, you could get all Musardik and say, oh, if you really, really wanted to go, right? But then we can IFS it. Then we could say, there are parts, and you could say, you have a part of you that really wants to go. So maybe that part gets the schar, that if, that, like it went. And there's a part of me that's, that I have anxiety. There's a part of me that's hard for me to go. But that's all taken into account. If you deep down want to go to chakras, or you deep down want to do something, but it's hard for you, so the Yates, that's what I thought you were saying, Victor. The Yates Sahara focuses on the fact that you slept through and the fact that you hit the snooze button. I'm saying the that's what I thought. Oh, ow. I thought you were saying... I was, I was saying dangerous. I was saying dangerous. I thought you were being like using the word dangerous as in like crazy in a good way. Like, like, like no, I think it's a good. Okay, good. No, I, no. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's a beautiful way. I don't think so. I think. Wait, wait, hold on one thing. Wait, wait, hold on. No, no, let's go. Let's go. This is good. Let's go. Let's go. This is a good one. Let, 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 let's get this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you guys want. Okay. Well, well, maybe it's true. Why is it dangerous? Maybe it's not dangerous. Oh, Binyamin's smiling. Binyamin has something to say. Go, Binyamin. No? You're listening?
<laughs> okay, one second. Good. Okay, hold up, hold up. So wait, wait, wait. Good, good. This is good. We might have to continue this one. What, what, you guys hold that it's dangerous. And I thought when you were saying dangerous, I thought you were saying a good way. Gotcha. So I'm, so I'm challenging that. I, maybe it's a great thing. Can I give an example of the Anyway, anyway, that guy's not going to Shachas. Why? Usually that guy, usually that guy's not going to Shachas. I'm challenging. I, I agree with you. I agree that there is an element of danger. I do agree. But I think there's also an element of, of beauty because what would be, what would be if that guy gave himself the credit? This is a challenge. What would be if the guy gave himself the credit as if he went? Would that make him want to go or that's going to keep him in bed? See, he's, I'm getting, Momo's coming with me a little bit. I'll take Momo on my team. Do you agree? I don't know. Maybe for that day, it'll keep him in bed. It might keep him in, the, in bed for that day. But there's a part of him that wants this. That wants Correct. This and he'll feel good. Imagine. You, you um, have to feel good about. Yes. 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 It's not theoretical. Right, unless he knows it's real. It's not okay. theoretical. If he really felt. If, wait, wait. Let me, let, 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 let's go. let me ask you guys a question. Is it not true? Because Momo gave an example that's too real and too live, which means. But if the guy really wants to go, he does really want to go. He pushed the snooze button. That means he set his alarm. Yeah, he set his alarm So that means he really wants to go. So give him, give him some credit. We'll, we'll, whoa, okay. Uh, no way. You're not going to give him any credit. That's so easy. Your fourth grade rabbi is talking about it. Right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Very good. Right. Very good. Correct. Correct. He's not in. Oh, 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 I like that. Guys, you heard what Mayor said? I like that. I like that honesty. Say it. Not, not to say that I'm right. I don't need to hear that I'm right. But you know, Mayor is saying he know, we all know it's right. Just, just. There's so many parts coming up that just contend with that to make us feel like garbage. And you know who's king at making us feel like garbage? Yetzer Hara is king at making us feel like Garbage. Okay, guys, to be continued, have a wonderful first day of the rest of your life.